0: Hey guys, Barney here. I just want to take a quick moment to talk about the program that brings the Big Top to life, Zencaster. I use Zencaster for all my recordings, and since taking over the Big Top fully, I have actually tried other systems, but I ended up sticking with Zencaster. It's so easy to use. You don't have to download anything, just log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. It records studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with guests, along with a full suite of professional tools that let you produce and publish all from one dashboard. Being a creator has genuinely never been easier. And I love that I can send a simple link to my guests and we can record over a video call wherever they are in the world. Also, if you're like me and cannot stand the sound of your voice, Zencaster's built-in post-production process makes such a difference. It automatically removes ums and rs, awkward pauses, reduces background noise, and makes me sound so much better. Plus, the Hobbyist and Creator Plus accounts are always free to use. And their professional accounts are free to try for 14 days, no credit card required. Go to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and use my code BIGTOP and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experiences I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Hi. I died in 1977 grooving to some funky tunes. And welcome to The Big Top, I am your host, Barney, a.k.a. the Muckle Stoter, and today I am very excited to introduce my next guest, Dan the Bro-Sitter, who creates some of the most immersive ABDL stories, role plays, and hypno-tracks with his absolutely liquid voice. Dan and I have been chatting for a while now, so I decided to finally sit him down and pick his brain about where all of his weird and wonderful kinks come from, how kinks started for him, and how he developed his daddy voice. During the break, we decided to go ahead with some diaper hypno. So in the second half, you'll get to hear me get padded, zonked out, and made to pee on my Today, the circus is in Orlando, Florida, and we are about to get loopy. So join me as we go under the big top. So the main thing that I was curious about when mm-hmm. I asked you to do this, because obviously you're... You, voices like well i guess the question is when did you realize you had one of the most hypnotic voices around (laughs) it's funny um i like i developed it
1: over years and years and it kind of adapted it's like a mix between my because i feel like as a gay guy i have a passing voice because everybody has a passing voice where they're like if they feel unsafe right Uh but i also you know i i took a child psychology class or a psychology class, which is like a child psychology thing. And we talked about how you talk to kids, which is just you like deepen your voice and you look in their eyes. And so I kind of mixed my like straight guy voice, which is like this and my like big adult voice, which is like this, like it's like that. So, you know, kind of got into like the daddy kind of like thing, which is much more sultry, but it's funny. Cause like, yeah, no, I, I realized that guys would kind of melt. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I'm a huge, like nerdy little cub, you know, And having, like, big, you know, muscle-bound jocks doing whatever I wanted, it was like, oh, this is new. It's exciting.
0: (laughs) Well, was it, like, so you developed it over, like, how long did that take? Like, when did it click for you that you were like, oh, I can use this?
1: Yeah, well, it's funny. Yeah, definitely. It was, like, after I'd filmed probably my third video that I started actually experimenting with, like, doing it with other people. Mm -hmm. Because first it was, like, I'd record a video and I'd be, like, did you wet your diaper? And that'd be the video. And I'd turn it off and I'd be like, okay, time to like do whatever. But like (laughs) eventually I started like doing sessions with people. And like when I, I think it mostly manifested when we switched over to Telegram from Kick. when Mm -hmm. we had the whole Kick scare of what year was it? 2018, 2019. There's been so many social media jumps at this point that I don't remember what years (laughs) things happened. But when we switched to Telegram and I could do voice messages, it made it much easier. Mm -hmm. And so I started using my voice more. Like, I integrated it more into my play rather than just text. Um, I used to do videos of my face, which did not always look good. And now I look back, I'm like, ugh, what was going on with my face? And this, I had a zit. Why did I take this video? Um, but now it's nice because I can, you know, be in my underwear with dirty hair and be like, I need you to put a diaper on, like, right now. And it's like, you know, I don't have yeah. to look sexy. I can just be sexy.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I think that's kind of the key to quote-unquote sexiness, right, is mm-hmm. it's a mentality. And... It's very easy to pick up on because I think as well, every time you, every time, oh my God, I'm going to move. Every time you use that voice, <laughs> it's like you're exuding, there's, there's comfortability around it. And like, mm-hmm. you know, exactly how you sound and you know, I don't know there's there's something that makes it so, it's not just how you sound. It's like your entire attitude changes mm. with it. And then suddenly it's like, I don't know, this, it, it, it comes across as this, massive amount of confidence which I think is like the the sexiest thing but okay so was it like was it feedback from other abDLs specifically that got you into this side of things or were you always kind of taking that more daddy Dom bro role
1: well that's the thing yeah like at first it really was someone requested a video for me um and I made a video about like of me doing that like I made a video of me like telling that person off and like telling them they didn't not wear a diaper. I mean, they need to wear a diaper.
0: Did you come at it from a like, had, had you done this kind of role play in person or over, or, or, or over text or whatever beforehand and that was kind of the role you assumed? Or was it more a case of like you realized that when you engage in this kind of role play and you're that role, that really kind of works and then the gears kind of turn and did it just kind of spiral from that?
1: Well, it's funny, yeah. It's kind of like that. There's a, there was a kind of a mix of those. Because like, at first, I came out in the community as primarily a little. And then I started mm-hmm. doing those videos, and people really lacked on to them. And so that was definitely part of it. Part of it, too, was like um, there is such a lack of bigs, I think, at least prominent bigs in the community. And I mm-hmm. had an experience where I had had a daddy and my daddy kind of dumped me Mm. and so i was kind of out of my little space for a while i was like i'm not going to do that for a while so i wanted to explore something else and plus my living situation growing up and in college excuse me
0: you're allowed to burp on this podcast by the way
1: (laughs) okay okay really some people probably into that Mm -hmm. but um i yeah i was like my living situation was like, I was living with my parents, and I didn't really have opportunity to have a lot of diapers. I definitely had diapers. That was something I definitely did, even through high school. Oh, really? A lot really? of diapers. Kept them in my, yep. Wow. Kept them in my closet. I, I listen, I was buying Bambinos when I was like 15, 16 and keeping them in my what? Yeah. Nice. I was, I was, I definitely kept way too much with my parents, but... I didn't have a lot of opportunity to wear that much because I was at home and my parents yeah. were always at home, and so I, I felt like being a big would be easier anyway because it'd be like okay, well I don't have to wear and I could get other guys to wear, and so I kind of slipped into a more dominant role because I have a more I I'm a, I have a little bit of a dominant personality anyway.
0: No, you don't say. <laughs>
1: Well, the funny thing <laughs> is, actually, like, if you get to know me, I'm very much a cinnamon roll. I'm always checking in to make sure everybody's okay. So it's like, I'm always like, did I upset you? Did I offend you with this? Blah, blah, blah. But when I get into daddy, like, dom mode, it's very like, no, you're just going to do what I want. Yeah. So it's kind of a mix of like necessity. I wasn't mm-hmm. really in that mood to be a, a little, and then also it was harder to wear. And then it kind of just came into this thing where, like, oh, I actually am good at this. Yeah. And people like this and people respond to this. And also there was a vacuum. Because they're just like, I can think of maybe five big ABDL bigs in the community. Mm -hmm. And usually when they're making content, they're usually focusing on the sub more than on them as a DOM and what they do. And so I was like, okay, well, that's an opportunity. Like, I feel like when people make content, they should always make it from a perspective of like, what can they bring that other people aren't necessarily bringing? And so that kind of Mm -hmm. factored into it too. So I tried to kind of develop my DOM persona
0: around that a little bit. Well, you certainly made your mark i mean i remember listening to actually no did i i'm trying to remember now i can't even remember if i listened to one of the like stories Mm -hmm. first or if or if it was actually you you sent me like a voice note first Hmm. but either way i just remember i was like oh my god (laughs) this is this this voice is going to be a problem for me it's it's (laughs) going to make
1: you very embarrassed
0: Mm -hmm. you know
1: how much I (laughs) i know i know you hate being embarrassed we know that. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, it's I, that was the thing I like. I wanted it to be like, and I, I feel very fortunate that I've had the opportunity to have a lot of fun with a lot of really great people. Mm. I think that's the thing I'm most grateful for is I think because I have, because I have three blogs. I have my Growing Boys blog. I mean, I, it's weird because it's Twitter. It's not really a blog. I think I'm still thinking in the Tumblr mindset, but yeah, um, <laughs> I have like three pages. I have Growing Boys, which is my Kind of general me, that's where I post myself, um, which is kind of a blending of my two big kinks because my two big kinks are diapers, like ABDL, and then gaining, like making guys fat. And there's all sorts of different kinks that go in between those two things. And I think they blend really well. And all sorts of other kinks I have too, but those are my two main ones. So Bro Sitter is sort of my space to explore the daddy-dom side of myself with diapers. And then Jock Snatcher is the one where I, you know, make guys get fat and uh, kind of make fun of them for it. And so it's funny, like, I feel like I have had the opportunity to meet so many different people, both in both and some in just each. But, you know, I think that's the cool thing about kink communities.
0: Those are some very cool pies to have your mm-hmm. fingers in. Wait, wait so because I'm very familiar with the bro sitter, obviously. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between the, the, the jock snatcher and the growing boys? So growing
1: boys is more for myself, like as a little and also just as a person. It's mm-hmm. kind of what I use as my just kind of like general like abdl slash gaining slash just my whole kinky self it's less edited i feel like my my other two are more curated i only really post specifically Mm -hmm. kinky content and really usually in my kind of persona jock snatcher is more based off of just like yeah teasing promoting my patreon talking Mm. to other gainers kind of getting to network in that way because i used to be bigger on tumblr but uh tumblr kind of employed it, So
0: yeah the tumblr apocalypse <laughs>
1: yeah which is funny because like it's actually come back since then
0: yeah kind of but again it's it's kind of come back in the way that only fans has come back where mm-hmm. i'm just like no guys we moved on for this from this for a reason yep. like mm-hmm. <laughs> just... yeah okay did you see the video on my twitter where i was feeding someone yeah
1: Mm-hmm. okay cool
0: that was a lot of fun <laughs> it's very very hot very hot
1: I was like I could see myself I felt seen
0: <laughs> it was very hot
1: representation yes of all the fat boys
0: yeah that was mm, yeah that was a lot of fun and I I don't know I haven't yet tried it the other way around but I think I would really enjoy it because mm. I, I have a friend who's got um a prosthetic like a silicon prosthetic belly mm that he, like, squeezed on me, and I just wore it for hours. Mm. It was amazing. I love that. So I love – and I love inflatables and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wonder if I would. Mm-hmm. Well, you could.
1: I mean, listen, if you ever want to try, you know who to call. It's funny, like, I've, I've introduced so many people to so many kinks. I was actually just talking to somebody today who I've been friends with for a long time, and he was like, yeah, your video – because he's, like, rather – relatively big in the abdl community was like yeah your videos are what started me wearing diapers and i was like what i didn't know that (laughs) it's weird because you never know the impact you're gonna have on somebody you never know like just a conversation you could you know because i I, like i've met so many people who initially were like oh i'm never gonna get fat i'm never gonna gain weight Mm -hmm. yeah 100 pounds later yeah (laughs) (laughs) my bad
0: yeah i mean like abdl happened really late for me so there are definitely to be honest i think the thing that you really pushed for me was more the the vocality because i mm-hmm. like i've tried some hypno stuff before mm-hmm. but i'm I'm typically quite resistant but mm. with a I don't know i think with a silky enough voice and enough mm. of a rapport already built i'm kind of like mm. i i want to test those waters and see like how far i can go yeah and what uh what emerges
1: well it's funny because like i had I had listened to Hypno for years, because this is the thing that's interesting. I feel like being a Dom, you're always a better Dom if you've been a subversed, because you understand. Oh, 100%. Yep. And so for me, like, I listened to Hypno for years. And my fiance is really into Hypno. And he listens to Hypno. And so I had an opportunity with my Patreon to start creating Hypno tracks for like the gaming community. And so I was like, Hey, honey, could you like, give me some pointers on like what to put in these videos and he's like yes so here's what you do. Cause to do because just like hundreds of them so like I wrote down this outline so like they all I do a very standard induction but like every time I so I leave the induction but then I'll replace the middle part so it's actually great because mm-hmm. I can create a lot of hypnos relatively quickly um but yeah it's like because with with my daddy dom voice it's very like I need you to put on a diaper right now and you're gonna wet your diaper right and like that's very the daddy dom voice mm-hmm. You were kind of thinking about it, weren't you? Yes. Uh (laughs) But then when it's hypno, you know, you slow down and everything's really slow and it's very sing-songy. And I think that people get really into that. Like they can hear this. It's like I'm guiding them through and like, you know, you're getting hungry.
0: Yeah, like a guided meditation. Yeah. You're getting hungry.
1: Mm. No, and I've, I've done that many times. Like I've done all sorts of ones where it's like you can only like one of my favorites that I did for my patreon was like you can only come when your mouth is full oh. which i really like that one and it's funny because you you hear yourself saying things that you never thought you'd say where you're like so every time your mouth is full your balls will become just as full as your mouth like it's very that you know i love that <laughs> it's a lot of fun i found myself <laughs> saying things i've never been able to say before and you have to do it with a straight face you know like i had this- have
0: you got like sorry i interrupted you which is my entire personality um if uh, no no i wanted to know has someone like commissioned you to do like a really out there like hypno file for them uh well i've had people commission me to do
1: role play audios that have been kind of Mm -hmm. out there for me hypno less so just because those are more expensive because usually those take a little bit more because basically I yeah. price by the minute, but then I price also if I'm doing commissions, which I typically don't, but sometimes when I do um, I'll have to price in like audio editing cause it takes a lot yeah. of layers to make. I have no, it's like you got to do echoes and reverb and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, I've had some interesting commissions from some folks, just of very highly specific situations, mm-hmm. sometimes with very specific people. And so it's very interesting. Sometimes you're like, you know, it's someone's best friend growing up and he walks in on them and they poop their pants, you know, and it's like very specific and I'm using their name. Or sometimes wow. it's like, you know, and again, this is not to kink shame. I think it's great. I think it's great. Oh, yeah. Feel vulnerable. I mean,
0: that's what we're all about here. Like, yeah. I, I, I love hearing the weird, because I've had that as well, where I think as soon as you put yourself out there as someone who, who does, you know, a bit more off the wall stuff, mm-hmm other people come forward and they're like, "So there's this thing I like, and it's so cool to hear, I mm-hmm. think, because it's like these are these are things that growing up like just people don't talk about, and they're everywhere, and Absolutely. everyone's got them, and it's always been the case. Mm-hmm. there's always been you know someone who you know whether it was back in the day, you know, Wendy was really into the loom a bit too much when she you know i would i'm I'm trying to imagine like <laughs> you know what I mean, but like. An ancient There's fetish. always been yeah, an ancient like, fetish. Someone's aunt was
1: because she just really loved pottery so much. <laughs> yeah. She did the scene from from that, what was it, dirty dancing with the pottery? She did it, but you know. Yes. Maybe it was her it was her like, you know, king or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, gently palpating that mud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta stick your fingers deep
1: inside. Mm, you're right in the ring. Uh, yeah, no, but it's funny, like, Kings have been around, it's true, like, they've been around forever, and, like, everybody has them, like, I, I was, like, that was the funny thing growing up was I grew up in a very religious, very conservative background. That's how I grew up. And people don't know that. People do not know that like I was like super church kid, super choir kid. Oh, wow. My parents are very still very religious. And it was funny because like when I first came out to my parents, because like they knew my search history on the internet. So they knew about diapers from like a long time <laughs> ago. And because that's my parents. But like, they were weird about me being gay, but never weird about diapers, which was kind of funny for me because they knew. Yeah. Um, but it was because one of my parents, and I won't disclose the fetish, but my parent has a fetish. So he oh, was like, very fair. like, oh, yeah, no, people like things like that. I don't care about that. I was like, weirdly progressive,
0: dad. <laughs> yeah, wow. But That's so cool, though, that because yeah. that's always an uncomfortable conversation, right? But it's yeah. like, it's not nice to think about, but it's also, it's not... Your parents' business and it's not your business, mm-hmm. like either way. So yeah, yeah, just acknowledging that everybody has their weird little mm-hmm. kink and and also it's not the thing itself, right? It's it's just that happened to be the thing we latched onto. Yeah. So for you, hang on, because you kind of glossed over that, and mm-hmm. because ABDL came so late for me, I'm always fascinated to hear like how it happened for other people because. Mm-hmm. You said like through high school you mm-hmm. were already like how yes. how did that how did that start for you? So the
1: funny thing is, so I was in diapers till I was five. I was on a potty train okay. till I was five, and so I have memories wearing diapers and getting my diaper changed. Right. Okay. And then, so that was a little bit of it. But what happened? when... So I had a little bit of an interest in it, and of course, you always watch those movies where they're like, "You act like a baby, I'm gonna treat you like one," kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh, yeah. that kind of makes me feel funny." Um, but like <laughs> when I was <laughs> when I was seven, I found a pack of pull-ups in my parents' bathroom and I put them on and I just wore them. So I had them in my room. I would wear them and I wore, and this is the craziest thing ever because it sounds like one of those old stories you'd read on like Deeker or whatever. I wore one to church. I wore a pull-up to church and I wet it and I wet it so much that it leaked. And (laughs) no, and this is the weird part of the story. I got changed into a diaper, like in the nursery.
0: Wait, by someone else? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. By the teacher, yeah.
0: That happened. Okay, I was about to say this is, like, the most fucking rock star story. Hang on, you... How old are you at this point? I was seven. And you went to church, like, with your family?
1: Mm Mm-hmm, in pull-ups. They didn't know. They did not know that I was wearing.
0: But, but like, somebody noticed?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, because I leaked. Like, I was... Like, my pants were wet. So I think they just were like, okay, well, this is, like, a... We don't have pull-ups, so this, you know, we got to change a diaper... So, that, I mean, it's funny because people don't believe me when I tell them that, but that absolutely happens to me.
0: I'm just like, there's, for some reason, there's like a leap in my head that isn't happening between you <laughs> leaking and then suddenly this teacher person comes over and is like, I'm going to go change your son mm-hmm. into a diaper.
1: Well, the thing is, I was at Sunday school. and My parents weren't there.
0: So, like, I got dropped off. Right. So, it was, that was the, te- I mean, the teacher, it's
1: like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know why he thought that was a good idea. In retrospect... You know, I thank you because it's been a lot of fun. But it's one of those things where <laughs> like, yeah, but it's like, it's funny because it's like nobody believes me when I tell them that story, but that absolutely happened. I got sent home in a diaper, wow. which was like so cool, weird for my parents because they were like, hmm, you were wearing underwear when we got dressed. That's a little <laughs> odd. But I think I was young enough and my potty training was kind of new enough that they didn't think it was weird. Mm. Funny enough, I that wasn't the last time because then when I think I think I was like eight or nine, my brother used to babysit. And there was this boy from our church who we used to babysit. And so we'd go over to his house. And so I went over with him one time and he wore pull-ups. And so he wore pull-ups, but he would wear them in the pool. Not like little swimmers. There was one where he had clearly worn it in the pool. And so I took it and I put it on and I put my clothes on. And I went home wearing it and it was really wet. Um, and I wore it for like a day. Uh, Cause I was like, well, this is like so good. I love this feeling. And I mean, it's not, it, it's, it's weird. Cause it's like, um development starts so early but like it was one of those things where it was very innocent but like i i latched onto that really really early and the funny thing was the boy that i stole pull-ups from ended up being my college ra (laughs) which is like (laughs) really weird but it's because we were raised in the same area and we both like i went to a very christian school like in college and so he was from my area and so we both went to the same school. And so he ended up being my RA, which was really weird because he ended up growing up and he was really, really hot. I was like, this is so <laughs> awkward. Like I would steal your pull-ups again. I'd rather steal them now than when I stole them <laughs> as a child.
0: Well, I wonder, Um, I, I wonder what his relationship with uh mm-hmm. absorbent underwear is now. I know. I
1: mean, I, listen, I would love to be the one to check. I diapered a lot of guys when I was at school, Um,
0: which was really, yep, I did. Okay 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 how how where what why (laughs) go
1: (laughs) uh it was funny because they i mean there were like it was mostly guys from the school who were curious because again being gay at that school is not okay and you were not allowed to have sex so it was one of those things where it had to be very hush hush you know Uh so i diapered a very large amount of straight guys and i do air quotes with that of course because Mm. i mean you could be straight but also Mm. you know everybody's on that spectrum you know in terms totally. of sexuality but it was funny because like yeah i so i diapered was a guy in my he was in the orchestra at my choir uh and i diapered him in the back of a car we had sex that was fun uh did that a few times he was curious about it so i indulged him got a little weird near the end uh just was a little bit like i think self-conscious about it and so he kind of cut things off like, okay, whatever. another guy funny thing uh one of the guys that i diapered I ended up being roommates with Mm. Uh, and he knew about my blog before we started rooming and he found that out like after he'd already agreed to room with me He's like wait you run growing boys and i was like yes he's like oh my god i was like what oh my god oh okay (laughs) i was just kind of (laughs) weird um it was stuff like that it was like there was a straight guy from the area that was engaged and he was about to get married and he really needed a babysitter so i would have him over and change his diaper that was fun I had wow. a lot of fun like that it was very like hush hush but i feel like the hush hush definitely made it more hot
0: do you think it for a lot of people was well this is this is how i get to be with a guy it, it was mm-hmm. just it was just a sort of mechanism it was like okay this is something we can do what we're doing is mm-hmm. yeah as you say hush, hush already
1: i think so i think a lot of people also like it, it's funny because the thing that i found with my school was um the the general consensus was that i found was most of the queer people there the gay men were in the closet Mm -hmm. and the lesbians were everywhere they were all (laughs) over the place and they were living their truth and it was beautiful but like Mm. yeah like the interesting thing was yeah the people with the most amount of privilege tended to stay in the closet yeah and i found that very interesting because it was sort of a statement on misogyny of like Oh wow! Like yeah, you stand to lose more than this girl who you know is just want to live her truth. You know. Yeah. I thought that was very interesting. So a lot of the people that I would pat up or feed, I fed a few guys too. Was yeah, they were little Christian boys and they had an itch, Mm -hmm. and I
0: was okay scratching it because I was cool with myself by that. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how did that? How does that conversation even happen? Like, how did the first time you were like, "Hey, do you want to put a diaper on?" (laughs) Like did you just have it ready when you just <laughs> Well like for me it's like I'm very open about my kinks and so
1: on my grinder because I was on grinder for a minute I don't I don't use grinder anymore cuz I'm like eh. Depending on where you are the demographic can be a little weird and it sometimes is very like you know judgy jocks who only want to have sex with mask jocks and I'm like okay well I'm definitely not a mask jock so <laughs> um but for there it was like yeah I was very on- honest about them I'd put you know hey I'm kinky ask me about my kinks um so people would ask and I'd be honest and some people were into it, and some people weren't. Um, but I was like, you know, what? if you're not into it, then I don't really want to have sex with you anyway because I'm not really into vanilla sex. Yeah. So you know, if you don't want to end up on the changing mat, then that's fine. <laughs> we don't have to do anything. But luckily, a few guys were into it, so that's fine.
0: Mm. I mean, I, I don't get that, because I'm like, why wouldn't you want to end up on the changing map vanilla sex?
1: <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, like, I enjoy sex, but like,
0: I don't know, vanilla coitus, just what a bummer. Oh, you know? such a not to like, poo-poo, you know, everything. I mean, you know, some people are, my boyfriend's into it, whatever, great, good for you. But like, damn, I remember when I lost my virginity, I was so sad. This is, <laughs> this is really sad. I was just I like, oh. Oh God, that is so boring. Oh my like, God! I, like my thought was like, Oh God, and I I thought that I would have to keep doing that. I was uh, like, oh, Really? Yeah. This is just how how it
1: is. See, I lost I lost my virginity in the back of a car. Oh to, wow! Yeah, to a straight married guy who had me in a diaper. So that was interesting.
0: Okay, that's awesome. <laughs>
1: Well, it sucks because it was sort of like I was, I think I was 19 or 20.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I was just like, Anita. I need to have sex. Wasn't really that yeah. into him. But I actually think that's something that's really interesting about uh, sex and why I always encourage people. Because I think there is a tendency to, especially even with, within like Twitter, only talk to people who you're instantly visually attracted to and ignore right. everyone else. Right, I think yeah. that's a mistake because I think people are Hell yeah. so much more complex than just how they visually look or what their body type is people can be sexy in many many ways like for some people Mm -hmm. i mean again like i am not like one of the reasons i keep my my physique kind of a mystery is because i want people to fill it in for themselves and decide how i look but for me it's also like it's interesting because i definitely have people that get off to my voice that i don't know if they'd be attracted to me in person because i you know i'm a cub and i don't know that everybody's really into cubs but like That's the thing that's interesting is my voice has such a power over people that some people are able to overlook that. I just wish people would do that with more people, you know, because everybody has something like that. Everybody has something about them that makes them sexy.
0: Totally. Like, absolutely. And, and it's always funny. um, I say a lot, like, it's none of your business what people find sexy about Mm -hmm. you, because inevitably the thing that other people find sexy about you, you're not going to find sexy about you, but hello, you don't have to fuck you. So yeah, like, it's none of your business. But I, I don't know. I think I have, like, from my perspective, I'm, I'm not a visual person, mm-hmm. or a, when it comes to to att- attraction, like, I, I'm not a tactile person either. Mm-hmm. So, like, sex acts and and stuff, and what someone looks like is is just not exciting to me or interesting mm-hmm. or like, it's for me. It was always first and foremost kink, and so like mm-hmm. that that is kind of always the driving force. But like, it's getting to know someone that I find. Mm-hmm sexy and just based on you know I look back at the people that I you know have been with and I'm like okay well I guess I tend to go for you know sort of older shorter larger guys Mm. you know big beards but then then I meet someone and they make me laugh and they're really interesting and that all of that immediately goes out the window Mm. or I or I look at someone I think oh well okay just sort of based on history maybe this person would be attractive and then they open their mouth and I'm like, oh, No. Yeah. You know like it's it, people are what I find sexy. Yeah. And so I don't know, I maybe it's a bit different for me because I I don't want to have sex with you if I don't also want to hang out with mm. you. Yeah. But like hearing your voice, I'm immediately creating scenarios in my head that yeah, I guess as you say the mystery of it you can kind of fill in the blanks, but mm. I don't know, for me it's like I want to know what the blank is mm. because it doesn't really matter to me what it is. It's like I don't know, the, it's sort the, of the finding out is interesting. It's
1: the thrill of the chase, yeah. No, I get that. Yeah,
0: kind of. And like, and the slow unraveling, like understanding more about a person and then especially when it comes to like their kinks and their turn-ons and turn-offs and yeah. how much you can push one or the other, you know, like yeah. that, that is me the thing i
1: i find yeah and i find individuality very sexy like a lot of times what i do with people is i will do role play Mm. and i find that because for me like i have a lot i don't know if you've noticed i have a lot of fantasies and a lot of them Mm -hmm. are very embarrassing and a lot of times what i will do is like i will look at the guy in question and i'll be like okay like what do you like what do i like and also like what kind of archetypes slash you know role play fantasies could you play out like What kind of stuff about you is uniquely sexy? And how can we not exploit, but like, how can we bring that out with a scene? Because I think that role play is a great way of highlighting something sexual about someone that is really, really hot and just pulling that out to its biggest degree and just kind of, you know, riffing on it. And Mm. for me, it's like, you know, if I have, you know, some guy who is like really fit, who's also in the army hell yeah, I'm going to make it so that his uniform now includes a big, thick diaper, and we have to do a Mm -hmm. scene about that, like that he has to waddle around and like stand at attention. I've had a few different army boys where like, it's reporting for diaper duty, sir, you know, stuff like that. Like it's embarrassing stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm making them say, but it's so fucking hot. Cause again, it's this very hot guy who is, you know, making a little bit of a fool of himself, but he's playing into something about him that I find very sexy. So it's this interesting kind of interplay with it, you know, like I've had, you know, very posh British guys talking about their big, heavy, swollen nappy, you know, or like I'll have this. How big... dare you
0: expose me here <laughs> on my own podcast?
1: <laughs> I mean, I listen. It's I'm very into British guys. Oh my god, guys from the UK make <laughs> insane. It's bad. I I grew up watching the, a lot of BBC stuff and a lot of IT oh, stuff because right. um, that's how my parents were. It was just all. British procedurals and British comedy and British sci-fi and British literature. And like, we read a bunch of British books and it was very, everything was UK. And so Uh I think that's manifested. So some of the role plays I like can be with like drawing out something that almost like, and I worry it's stereotypical of like having someone say something. It's like very British.
0: (laughs) I think it's really sexy. It's a very embarrassing. Can I have some more? Can I have another diaper
1: Oh my God. (laughs) It's not quite that bad. Uh, yeah like an oliver twist scene god no it's it's the yeah no i have such a i have such a kink for shakespeare and like you know really? making a no i'm I'm joking oh right for
0: a second i was like <laughs> we can we can do that yeah I mean. it's
1: like we need to act out the scene for taming of the shrew right now
0: fuck yeah <laughs> you can tame my shrew oh my god uh
1: no but like i you know it's it's one of those things where like i think growing up watching pride and prejudice a bunch made me, like, really hot for Mr. Arcee and Mr. Bingley. <laughs> like, I am. I think they're really hot. I think it's partially, it's also because Colin Firth is so hot. But...
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I grew up with him being in, like, just dumb rom-coms. Mm. I don't know. I always was like, ugh, him. Like, Bridget Jones Diary. Bridget Jones, yeah. I'm like, <sighs>
1: Well they only cast him in Bridget Jones because he'd already played Mr. Darcy.
0: Yeah.
1: But like I it is funny for me because I'm like, yeah, like uh there's there's tropes I'm really into. And it's not just with like guys from UK, it's just like, you know, like if a guy is like, um, you know, he's from the Midwest and he wears a cowboy hat, he's putting on boots and a cowboy hat
0: and wearing a diaper and crawling
1: around. Mm-hmm. For me. That's going to happen. <laughs> you know.
0: Okay. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Cowboy hat. Cowboy boots, mm-hmm. English accent. Mm, I could
1: see it.
0: Yeah. Very sexy. Well, I'm just thinking of like a hypnosis scenario where like a cowboy is made to act like a tough or like the other way around or something, you know, like <laughs> a punk is made to, you know, mm-hmm. do something else. Let's take a quick break just because yeah. we're at the halfway mark mm-hmm. and uh, I'm unfortunately not padded. So if I don't pee now, uh, we're going to have a Should call. we get you
1: padded? Maybe
0: after the break. Yeah, after the break. We'll get you in a diaper after the break.
1: <laughs> so, I think you owe your listeners an explanation. Gonna mm. put a diaper on. Mm-hmm. He needed to go pee pee, and mm-hmm. I was like, I kind of feel like that would be a waste to use it in the potty. So I think we're just going to go and put on a big, thick diaper. And I think he even got a stuffer out.
0: You said it had to be thick. It
1: does have to be thick. And you know, Mm -hmm. if you're listening along and you're not wearing a diaper, I think now would be a really good time for you to put on a diaper and make sure it's a nice thick one. So if you're listening and you don't have your diaper on and you're near a diaper or a grown-up who can put you in a diaper, this would be the time to go and get one out. Mm -hmm. And you can diaper up with your buddy here just going to put on a diaper right away? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get you diapered. They're mm, mm-hmm. for babies. Mm, and are you a big boy? Yeah. Well, you sure? You sure you're yeah. a big boy? Yeah. Didn't you have to ask permission if you could go potty? <laughs> Did. i was just
0: telling you what I was mm-hmm. doing.
1: See, a big boy would have gone potty like me before we even started talking. I made a potty break before we went because I am a big boy.
0: But... I did go, I and you go had again. to go again. Yeah, you're not
1: making a great case for you being a big boy.
0: Everyone listening is gonna, is gonna, they're gonna know I'm a big boy. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be so obvious. Hmm, I'm not so sure about that. You're gonna feel silly when you see him
1: big I am I don't think I'm the one who's going to feel silly and the only thing that's going to be big about you is the thing that's between your legs Mm. Mm -hmm. because that's a pretty big diaper
0: Mm.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know if we need to wear clothes either for the rest of the interview I think maybe just a diaper would be good don't you think it's pretty hot in here Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah clothes just maybe they're not a good idea (laughs) such a good boy I'm such a good listener, too. You're setting such a good example for everybody listening. Mm. See, this is how you listen to a grown-up. Crinkle, crinkle. It's
0: so crinkling.
1: hmm mm. mm-hmm. Well, see, big boys don't whine like that, do they? Do you want some cheese to go along with that wine? <laughs> Every once in a while, I gotta get out of dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that better? Look at yeah. you. Nice big thick diaper. Mm-hmm. You guys hear that crinkling? Mm, so sick. Such a sick diaper. Oh, are you going pee pee? No. Kind of seems like maybe you're going pee pee. No. Then what are you doing? Holding the, it. Holding it. Do we need to hold it anymore? You're in a diaper. Mm. We don't want to waste the diaper, right? Why would we waste the diaper?
0: <sighs>
1: you going to go potty.
0: Uh
1: huh. Uh-huh. Are you starting uh-huh. to go potty now?
0: Mm-hmm. 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 That's what I
1: thought. Mm-hmm. 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 You feel all those big boy thoughts just draining away all the way down to that diaper. Mm. Mm-hmm. It feels nice, uh-huh. huh? There's so much pee-pee. mm mm-hmm. And your diaper's getting bigger and then your big boy brain is just getting smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. Smaller? and smaller. Mm-hmm. All done? Mm-mm. Mm-mm, even more? It's I mean, a big one. Yeah, it is a big one. Wow, you've been going pee-pee for a while. Gosh. I hope we don't have to change you right away.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Know, it's not lot. even that
1: big. It's not even that big. Mm. I can't close my legs. <laughs> you can't close your legs. Uh oh. That doesn't sound very small to me. That sounds like a big Yes. Mm. Uh
0: uh-uh.
1: oh. Maybe. I don't know. It kind of seems like a lot of pee pee buddy. But we'll mm. keep an eye on it. We'll keep an eye on it. And, uh, if you need a diaper change, then you can always ask for one and then I'll see about it, okay?
0: Mm
1: hmm. Because even when big boys aren't around to change your diaper, you still have to ask permission because we're still in charge. Mm. I know, it's tough. It's so hard. <laughs> mm. Such a good boy.
0: It's so warm and squishy. Mm-hmm.
1: It is warm and squishy, just like your brain. Mm. Is your brain kind of squishy right now? The
0: squishy brain. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm. 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 He's sucking his thumb. Does that taste mm-hmm. good? Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 See, it didn't take much. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think you were really ready to get knocked down a few pigs, buddy. Mm. Mm-hmm. hmm You get put right back where you belong. Mm-hmm. Big thick diapers sucking your thumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, it doesn't mm-hmm. even I don't even have to hypnotize you to get what I want. I just get to tell you what to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Kinda seems that way.
0: Mm. Mm. you couldn't even couldn't
1: even what
0: you couldn't even hypnotize me Mm.
1: you don't think i could if i wanted -uh. to
0: i'm way too -uh. small
1: you don't think i could hypnotize you if if i wanted to Mm -mm. you don't think so huh
0: -uh. are you smart boy
1: Uh, uh, oh my and are you gonna try to put that in writing Uh uh-huh Mm, I don't know about that. I kind of think I could hypnotize you if I wanted to.
0: No way. Do
1: you want me to try?
0: hmm mm. I'll win. You'll see.
1: righty. Well, why don't you, uh, can you do something for me? Can you start breathing nice and slow? Deep breath in. And a deep breath out. hmm Breathing in. Feeling how relaxed that is. Every single breath making you more and more relaxed. Getting very relaxed now as you keep breathing in and out. Every breath, you can feel more of that control, leaving every breath in and out. And you can feel every inch of your body getting more and more relaxed. Think about your feet. Feel how relaxed they're getting. And the muscles just start to relax themselves and just get so calm and relaxed. Now going up to your calves, into your knees and your thighs, breathing in and out. You feel it up to your stomach and now to your chest, every breath pulling it higher. higher now you can feel it from the tips of your hands to your elbows every breath bringing it closer and closer like the waves of the ocean you're drifting deeper and deeper further and further every breath drawing you closer and closer listening to my voice as you feel yourself become more and more relaxed. And now we're going to count back from 10, getting more and more relaxed the further that we go, getting deeper and deeper as we count now. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, Four, three, two, one. You're now so relaxed, more relaxed than ever before, feeling very open and very relaxed. You are now fully relaxed and ready to be very obedient and do exactly as I instruct. Don't you love to be a good boy? There's nothing better than feeling all that pressure stored up inside of you. All the pressure to make daddy happy and all that energy. No thoughts, just excitement to make daddy happy. You know that when daddy asks you to do something, you feel the pressure to get it done as quickly as possible. You don't like to question daddy. You like to give daddy exactly what he wants and do it exactly the way that daddy asks you to do. And so, whenever there's something that daddy asks you to do, so long as it is safe, you will say, yes, daddy, and do exactly as I instruct. It doesn't matter what daddy asks you to do. You could do jumping jacks, or put a diaper on, or take your pants off, or even say something ridiculous. But whenever Daddy asks you to do something, you're going to say, yes, Daddy. And every time that you do this, you're going to feel the sense of euphoria washing over you, knowing that you made Daddy very happy. You know that every time that you do what daddy says, you're a good boy and good boys have the most fun. And so every time that daddy asks you to do something, you'll be a good boy and say, yes, daddy, and do exactly as daddy instructs. Because if you're a desire to be a good boy, You're getting closer and closer now to getting everything that you want from this hypnosis session. And now it's time to wake up as I count back from one to five. Beginning to feel well rested, one. You're feeling awake, starting to feel the urges that I told you become a part of you and what you wanna be, two beginning to feel more awake now, feeling my words wash over you and feeling your urges grow stronger. Three, feeling more and more refreshed, more awake, becoming ready to achieve your goals. Four, almost awake now, gathering yourself now and knowing your urges and nearly ready to work towards them. Five, fully awake now. You're ready to awaken, now fully refreshed and ready to go about your day. So, are you ready to be a good boy? Yes, daddy. (laughs) Good boy. How do you feel? Amazing. Mm -hmm. I want you to blurt out to everybody that you're a diaper wearer and that you wear big, thick, heavy diapers.
0: I'm a diaper wearer and I wear big, thick, heavy diapers. Good boy.
1: Good boy. Now I need you to stand up and smack your ass. Can you do that for me? Yes, Daddy. Good boy. Good boy. Yeah. There we go. See, he's a good boy. And he does what he's told. And if all of you were listening along, I hope that you know that you're also good boys and girls and babies. So I need everybody right now. To squeeze the front of their diaper. There we go. Good baby. And say, I love wearing diapers.
0: I love wearing diapers.
1: Good boy. See how easy it is? Just feel how good you feel. Mm -hmm. Making daddy so happy. Making daddy so happy. Yes, daddy. (laughs) You're going to keep this diaper on all day. You're only going to take it off when it leaks. You understand? Yes, daddy. Good boy. Good boy. Oh, it's so easy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're such a silly little clown boy, huh? Mm. Are you a silly little clown boy?
0: I'm a silly little clown boy, mm-hmm. Daddy.
1: You wear big, thick, heavy diapers and you waddle around. You want to put a big clown nose on that face, huh? It looks silly for mm. everybody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet that's what you want to do, huh? Yes, Daddy. Uh huh. So goofy and silly. Have everybody laugh at you. Mmm. Uh huh. That's what you want, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You want to be humiliated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think sometime this week I'm going to have to stuff you, unfortunately, to mm-hmm. so get you a little bit full. What do we say? Yes, yeah, Daddy. Good boy. You're going to give me everything I want, aren't you? Because you're a good boy. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. Such a good little boy. Little puppet. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Steady. So, what was that about? But hypnosis not working? But I couldn't hypnotize you.
0: I'm a silly little diaper clown, Danny.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. We kinda figured that out. Mm-hmm. The big boy stuff's just a mess, huh? Oh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Underwear's gonna have to be a sometimes thing, huh? hmm mm-hmm.
0: You're
1: gonna have to start wearing diapers more. Ugh. You might need to have to buy a bunch of diapers and move them into your underwear drawer. What do you say? Yes, daddy. Big hey, boy. You're not going to wear underwear anymore, are you? Mm, What do we say? Mm -mm. Uh Uh-uh. What do we say? Yes, Daddy. Good boy. That's better. Feels better knowing your place, doesn't it? I'm a big boy, isn't it? Somebody's rubbing the front of his diaper. Mm Hmm. It feels good, doesn't it? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. It doesn't just feel good because the diaper feels good. It feels good knowing that you belong in diapers and knowing that there's a big boy, a grown-up who's looking out for you. That's Thank what you, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Now, should I let you get back to your big boy brain so we can finish up? Or should I leave you like this for a little while?
0: Yes, Daddy. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. When I snap my fingers, you're going to go back to being a big boy, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. (laughs) Mm. how about a little bit of practice
0: yes yes it (laughs) is it's paid off (laughs) yeah i think
1: so i'd say so Mm -hmm.
0: so for everyone at home i am sat here wearing nothing but a diaper Mm -hmm. not quite how i thought i would be spending my time today but
1: uh that's what happens sometimes i mean you invite Mm -hmm. a big boy on your podcast you're (laughs) gonna find yourself in big thick diapers
0: that's true go be careful inviting big boys around
1: Mm -hmm. especially big boys who know what they want and they know how to get it
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay well that was so awesome thank (laughs) you so much for doing that
1: of course it was very fun to do (sighs) It's fun to watch you squirm.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe some other time I'll have a few more props we can have fun with.
1: (laughs) That sounds fun. Maybe get you all dressed up. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ready for the circus. You know
1: how I love getting you dressed up.
0: I know. That suit of mine still uh, hasn't been worn in a while.
1: Oh, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll have to get you dressed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I want to end every episode with a positive thing, whether that's just like a good mood or a good vibe or someone who's doing something cool. So have you got something that's just like a big yay to end on?
1: You know, it's it's interesting because, like, I have had definitely had to have more positivity, especially recently, just because of everything going on. I mean, it's... it's it, In the United States, it's been very stressful recently uh, as someone who is engaged. Because I'm like, ah, will I be allowed to get married? I don't know. Mm -hmm, Uh, So I've had to pump a lot of positivity into my brain lately. The thing that's been helping me Um, And it sounds really dumb, but I have a tendency to get into negativity spirals. And what helps me, honestly, is making things to look forward to in my life, even if they're small. And something that we have been doing, me and my fiance, because we're both big nerds, we're big dorks. uh, And the thing that we have actually is, uh, and this is going to make me sound like such a dork, but... We have these little themed cookbooks. So the themed Aww. off of pop culture that we like. So we have an Elder Scrolls one. We have a World of Warcraft one. We have a Star Wars one. Oh, and so, that's so cool. Yeah. So one of the things we're doing, because I'm a massive Star Wars fan. I don't know if anybody knows that about me, but I love Star Wars. And so what we've been doing is we've been watching through Star Wars and I've been cooking different meals based off the different planets from the films that we're watching. So oh it's, it's fun. Cause it's like, for me, it's nerdy. I love to cook. So it's like, you know, we're doing episode two on Friday. We're doing like, like Coruscant style street tacos, like stuff like that. Just silly little stuff like that. But I think it's helpful in giving me something to look forward to just creating little events that I can look forward to in my week. Because life kind of sucks right now. So having something (laughs) fun and kind of dorky like that, it gives me something to kind of be excited about and look forward to, even if it's just a small thing. I found that's really, really helpful.
0: That's so awesome. Thank you. That's a good, oh, damn, that's a good one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's great because nice. like we have all these cookbooks, like, uh, you know, the world of Warcraft, uh, big expansion came out last fall. And so we did a whole yeah. world of Warcraft dinner, um, which Whoa. is, it's very nerdy, but like,
0: I don't care. You know, it's I so love fun. it. fun. Oh my God. So yeah. my, my partner is like an, an insane cook. He's, he's mm. brilliant. And, yeah, like we big dogs. So I yeah. don't know why. That's such a good idea. I'm going to mm-hmm. have to make, we're going to have to do something like that. It makes
1: it, it's funny. We used to do that when I was a kid. We'd we'd pick a movie and then we'd make a meal that was sort of themed off the movie. And it's, it's a fun way to, you know, get yourself in a different headspace just to break yourself off yeah. from the normal stuff that you would normally eat and the normal kind of, you know, there's a little bit of ceremony to it. I think everybody kind of needs a little of some special right now. That's what we've been doing.
0: Mm. Wow, that's so awesome. Yeah. This week, my like big yay is... Actually, apologies for using their dead name. They're just more well-known, I think, as mm. it... My thing for today is a, a person I've been following for a while mm. called Lucy Hart. People may know better as Lance Hart. Mm. And I just wanted to shout them out because they are one of the only porn actors whose career I've actually followed. Mm. Simply because they were brave enough to do stuff that like no one else was doing, mm. and kind of like floating in an industry that sinks talent, you know, that veers off the straight edge. Yeah, um I- I'm saying they because I'm not uh, sure of their pronouns, but mm-hmm. they were one of the few people I saw doing some of the weirder stuff mm. that I wish like other people were doing, and it struck me. I think because you know, like clearly they were passionate about doing it, and I-, I don't know that anyone was really buying any of the niche stuff, but I just thought that was so cool. And so they have been transitioning for some time now. And I have to say that has been another point of like massive inspiration for me. Because I've said before on on the podcast that I've always thought like, you know, true heroes and, and role models and stuff are are those that succeed at being themselves. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry for prattling on, but I, I oh, just no. really wanted to give Lucy Hart a shout out. You can follow them on Instagram. Uh, it's at MamaHeartX, and it's Heart just just with an A. But yeah, thank you so much for uh, being with me today. Uh, yeah. Where can people follow you at? So I am on <laughs> God everything but LinkedIn.
1: I'm on Tumblr. <laughs> uh, I have my blog. I do not have Bro Sitter on there, but I do have Growing Boys Excel on Tumblr. Awesome. I'm, I think I'm it's still it's growingboysxl.tumblr.com. No one really goes there. Jock Snatcher as well. jocksnatcher.com. I mean, Jock Uh And then I'm on Twitter at uh, the jocksnatcher and then at Brositter for my diaper content and then at GrowingBoysXL. Uh, and I have a dead Instagram that I do not use, simply don't use. <laughs> so I won't plug that. But yeah, I, my, yeah, I'm mostly on Twitter these days, but.
0: Plug it and see how many people, <laughs> how many new followers you <laughs> get. Oh God. I think I would have to
1: log in, which I haven't done in like five
0: years. Well, maybe you've got quite a backlog then. It's true. I probably (laughs) do. Awesome. As for me, uh, as always, I can be found on Twitter at tstota and on Instagram at the underscore muckle underscore stota. We're on episode five now and I still don't know how to like sign off. (laughs) I don't have like a sign off and I I always get nervous because I like my instinct is to go, okay, bye oh but that just like i don't look like, at
1: yeah that's sort of like i'll all right don't forget to comment like and subscribe and i'll yeah, see comment, you guys in the next video follow me on
0: tiktok oh next week we get something even cooler going on oh god.
1: <laughs> god i can't wait tiktok like i do the tiktok that's the other voice i do besides my daddy voice is i do the tiktok uh-huh. voice or i'm just very really like they say yeah. this man makes you wear a diaper <laughs>
0: Oh my god! I wish I'd know that I would have made you. That is that's freaky. Yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, but yeah, that voice. Me Wait, too. can you say? Can you just like sign off with that? Can you just say like goodbye in that voice? I can't do that voice. Um.
1: Apparently, this filter lets you say goodbye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nailed it. That's it. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> there, horny listeners. We talk a lot about safety on this podcast, and that includes the importance of safe toys that are actually designed for sexual pleasure. Bunny Shop's carefully curated products are body-safe and prioritize quality, aesthetics and safety. Bunny Shop takes a boutique approach to shopping for adult toys, with a wide range from affordable gems to unique luxury items for all experience levels. What I like most about Bunny Shop is the approachability. They've created such a welcoming space, and none of it's dark, intimidating, or feels like it's gatekeeping. And if you like pink, they've got you covered. Bunny Shop also donates a percentage of all sales to a nonprofit of your choice. Plus, they ship quickly and discreetly. Let go of your shyness and embrace your self-love journey with confidence. Save 20% off your order today when you use my code BIGTOP. Visit BunnyShop.com, that's B-U-N-N-Y-S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Spelt with two Ps and an E at the end. Don't be shy, let your freak flag fly.